Hey, Deja, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Oh, really good, really good. Let, let me just say hello to everybody. This is uh, Richard Wilford. This is um, uh, Real Will Radio. This is uh, a day we've, we've uh, set aside to celebrate the life, the legacy uh, of Angelo Wilford and uh, my child and uh, uh, Deja's love, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, friend to so many, encourager and ins- inspiration to so many people across this country. And uh, I just, I was talking with Deja. I said, listen, maybe our conversation is one we want to share with everybody. It's not only uh, how we went through, but how others uh, go through and how and possibly what we talk about and what we've been through can really help people and so I said are you interested in going live she said she was so willing I thank you so much um, uh, for sh- for sharing can you hear me yes I can hear you okay listen so we started off talking and, and I said you know I never asked you never had I never took the time to stop and say let me ask how Deja's navigating through how many years has it been now is it seven days uh, six. Six years. Okay, yep, six, six years. years. Today is the day Angelo passed, and um, uh, and so as we just reflect back on that and celebrate, I told some some aspects that said, "No, I'm not sad about it." I said, "I celebrate his life because he he lived, and um, he didn't come up short on nothing." And so I said, "But maybe we could sit and talk about uh, how his life blessed our lives. How we're doing now in kind of." Uh, even six years later, how we how we got through it, how we how we moved on from it, how we navigated through it, and I'm, my prayer is just that it may possibly help somebody else and 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 offer real talk to people. And so I was sharing with Deja. I said, you know, when with Sky, I never forget. And I started in the book I wrote, um, Living Without a Limp. I talked about how one day after Angelo had passed. Uh, somebody pulled up in front of my house and went outside. Sky was there with me in the house. When I came back in the house, she was in the bathroom. And I said, well, what are you doing in the bathroom? And she said, I just thought I'd wait in here for you. And at that moment, it came to me that in Angelo's room, I had left all the things in place. And to a child, I think that probably kind of scared her, whichever, because all of his pictures were there. So right then it, it said to me, I have to do something different. And I changed it. And then afterwards, I was joking with uh, Deja. And I said, uh, Sky said one day sitting in Angelo's room, she said, Ooh, it felt like something blew across my feet. And I'm like, Girl, that ain't no doggone Angelo. <laughs> and and, uh, I, and it was so funny. I said, ain't, There ain't no doggone Angelo blow across your feet. And then automatically I said, And if it is him, I was speaking to him then if it is you I said I know you got enough sense not to be trying to scare this child and if you got that much power go put some money in a bank account you know and it was crazy we just laughed about that and then I was telling her I talked with Rochelle and Rochelle said how she dealt with it and I'm glad at some point Rochelle and Sky got together and they talked about it and Rochelle said that she had to do um, counseling because she felt like uh, guilty because she felt like she had not visited him enough when she felt like she could have and so I hope I was able to re- and I think that's the reason why people have to talk to people and uh, and I hope that me and you talking Deja helps us as well because I said to Rochelle no that's not how Angelo felt he never he was never disappointed mad or frustrated because you were not there I said he 
Angelo was okay knowing that you were married, you had a daughter, and you did come when you can when you could. And he was okay with that. So he was not disappointed and mad. And so from there I went and asked Deja and I said, Well, Deja, how did how did how did you get through it? And how did what did you deal with after that? And hello? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I'm so how so I'm saying how how did how did you deal with that? Because because actually, well, let me let me just say this and segue into what you're gonna say. Uh Deja was there. We were in Indianapolis. Deja lived in Portage and we lived in Portage, which is two hours away from Indianapolis. And so she traveled, she would travel down to spend time with Angelo uh uh in the hospital when he got when he got to uh, close uh, days before I think um um I think you either you were coming back or however coming back or what happened was the doctors that said hey he's pretty close now me and you never talked about this but so I'm, I really hope that this really blesses blesses you and I uh I didn't want you to leave uh, and let me say this before I say that they I'm t- Deja you bless so many of us because you loved Angelo and I think it's your love for him that really kept him going because um you know, he, he had dealt with some other, he had some friends and some other people that left him alone because he got cancer, because yeah. he got sick. Some people just left him alone. But but the one thing I noticed was Deja was there every step out of the way, of the way. And I'm telling you, you gave him life, Deja, because I watched, I would see like the Halloween pictures of you all mm-hmm. and pictures of y'all when y'all were hanging out and doing things and traveling over to Chicago and Christmas and every holiday he spent with he spent it with you and your family and I was just so blessed because the one thing I know about the love that you showed him was the love you gave him when he looked in your eyes and I know this to be true sometimes when people are going through they count on looking into the eyes of somebody else to tell how well or how bad off they are I think your love for him really made him feel like that he was still Angelo and you loved him all the same and so I want to thank you for giving that man that kind of love that Deja that's real and that means a lot to hear that coming from you for sure kind of love that that says I love you in spite see some people only love you because of some people only love you when you're up when you're doing well when you're doing all of this I think I think I'm sure you know about it I'm sure you know about it if you don't well here's the first this other girl he was dealing with uh truth be told this other girl he told me he was having chemo and and he said my body was not feeling right going through all the the effects of the chemo and all i just wasn't feeling myself and he said this girl wanted to mess around and he was like listen i'm not in that space but i don't feel like that i'm in some kind of way uh he said he took the girl home it took her home he came back he said you know why he said that because because she wanted to do all this other stuff and I wasn't interested in it because I'm going through. And then ultimately she left him alone. She mm-hmm. left, she see me and he talked about friends that friends that he thought were friends that left him alone because, because of his illness. And I know that's tough, but I, I want to thank you. And I loved you so much. And thank you so much because you didn't turn your back on him. 
you did you didn't stop loving him in any less if anything i think you loved him more and uh and i think made that man keep on living your love for him and his for you so i said all that to say how did you deal with all of that so i feel like it was it was definitely hard like that was the toughest thing that i had to deal with and i feel like we were so young when it was going on because me and rich started out i call him richard i'm sorry oh that's what you call him rich yeah (laughs) (laughs) i never knew that yeah that's his name yeah me and rich we um started out as friends like um we'll go to the movies hang out get something to eat and then go our separate ways so i think us having that friendship before we had a relationship um impacted a lot of um how it affected me in a way just because like I didn't just lose a boyfriend I lost my best friend at the same time so it was just very hard to deal with and that day um that day was just so traumatic because I was I had to go to my best friend's baby shower and I had left there the night before to go to her baby shower um leave the baby shower and then that's when I got the call from you and that moment was just very hard for me because it's just like I was on my way like if I should have did I leave should I have left sooner should I have stayed like I don't know it's just something that I battled with and you know that me and him did the videos and you used to make yeah. fun of him being soft in the videos <laughs> yeah yeah that was funny yeah <laughs> so we did the videos and um I forgot what night it was but this is when he was sleeping a lot and he randomly woke up and was like come on let's make a video and I'm like dude no we can't make no video right now like we gotta wait till you get better so things like that make me like I don't know it's just the memories and everything that could have happened or I always think of like the what ifs and I think that's what I live with the most that it's kind of hard just like the what ifs like what would we be doing right now where would he be at and yeah things like that yeah yeah Hey, hey, Deja, let me tell let me tell you about that that day in particular. Well, the doctor said at that point Angelo was sleeping like twenty three out of twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and the doctors were saying it's really close right now. And I think you were coming back or something when I called you. My reason why I said uh, don't come is because I really was worried that if he passed, that you would be you would be there with us but you wouldn't be around your family and my my thinking was that i think it's a very important time that you be by be with your mom and your family because you you see that that was my thinking in doing it that and i know you really wanted to be there but i but i said as you know as as a father i said i think it'd be so much better because not only that but i also said that you drove down and I know how hard it was for me to drive away from that hospital. And because we didn't ride together, I knew you were going to have to drive that car back. And I'm like, I don't want her to have to take that drive all the way back with, with a heart that heavy because it was hard for us. And even though we were extended family for you, but it's like, I, I think it's so much better she be there with her mom and her, her family. Mm-hmm.